Welcome to Who Drinks the Tea with Tilson and Liz. Grab your teacups because we have a full pot of tea today. We sure do. And so I'm Tilson. I'm Liz. And we're going to talk about the tea that we have found. So our first big piece of news that we have for our listeners today is Prince Philip has passed at the age of 99. Um, Buckingham, Buckingham Palace released that news this morning, and the Queen, of course, is heartbroken. But am I the only one that can say that, you know, if 99's a nice life. Yeah, he had it coming. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, he, and he, he struggled with health issues yes, for, for yes, several he had, years. He had health issues and a lot of stuff like that going on. But I wonder how this is going to change the monarchy because this is on the heels mm-hmm. of the Oprah Winfrey interview mm-hmm. that pretty much accused the royal family of being racist. And, I mean, this is going to really shake some things up. Is Harry and Markle even going to come to the funeral? Probably not. I, I don't think they would. I mean, yeah, that's kind of sad. I mean, I hate that for them, but they kind of made their own choices of, you know, moving to the United States and stuff and kind of breaking off from the royal families, but they are part of the family, but I don't see them actually going back to England for the service. No, I don't see it either. Which, you know, and then how, how's the, I mean, is the queen next? Yeah, I mean, I do feel bad for the queen because she's, he's the only man she's known mm-hmm. for 73 years, and he mm-hmm. was apparently her rock. So, yeah, that's that's got to be a hard thing for her to have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine being married for 73 years and losing yeah. losing my my spouse but again i hate to reiterate this but he was 99 yeah well I may mean, he rest in peace it, exactly yes absolutely yeah. so another piece of news we have is the nfl player drama with philip adams oh this this story was just so sad and tragic it, it, it so really really truly is so for my listeners that don't know um, philip adams was a nfl player that shot and killed Um, a doctor, his wife, and two grandchildren before committing suicide himself. And um, the news article that I read, which I'll link down in the bio, um, it really said that his father came out and gave kind of a press release about it. And his father put the words, you know, my son was a good son. That, you know, it wasn't that, you know, he he really didn't put a whole lot of, you know, were remorseful for the victims. It was more about his son. Which, you know, his son was a good boy. His son would never hurt anybody. Well, obviously he would because he just shot and killed five people. Yeah. And the two grandchildren were under the age of 10. They were baby. I mean, little kids. Yeah. They didn't deserve that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, you know, horrific. So, um, Indeed. If you do feel, though, that you are suicidal, you can always call 1-800-273-8255. And someone will speak to you. I have personal experience with this, and mm-hmm. it affects a lot more people yeah. than you think. Yeah, I mean, it really does. You know, suicide doesn't know age, class, religion, race, nothing. I mean, it affects everybody in some some part. So, um, the next story Liz is actually going to cover, it's the Jack Hanna story. So, what's going on with Jack this Hanna? This is a sad story. So, it was just released that Jack Hanna, the beloved wildlife expert, uh, is retiring due to being in the later stages of Alzheimer's. So this is just, it's really sad. Yeah, it's it's really sad. You know, I remember Jack Hanna and, who was the Crockett? Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. And I remember vaguely Steve Irwin being killed. Right, by Stingray, which was a freak accident. Accident. Yeah, totally freak accident. So I remember that vaguely in my childhood. Mm -hmm. But, and I I remember Steve Hanna kind of more. So I just, I feel so 
so sad that he has to retire because yeah. he's losing it. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a sad... I mean, and, and yet again, it's another thing that, you know, doesn't know age, race, religion, creed, no. nothing. I mean, it affects everyone, you know? It's really sad. And then here's another news story that we thought was interesting was this Britney, the Britney Spears uh, Netflix documentary. Yeah, um, we both have watched it, and... I cried, actually. Yeah, I mean, Liz would have more experience with Britney Spears than I do because I I remember when she shaved her head in, what, 02? I believe so. I believe it was 02 that she shaved her head. And then she kind of just disappeared for a lot right. of my childhood and a lot right. of my young adult she life. She was really popular when I was in high school uh, back in, I know I'm aging myself, like 99, 2000. Uh-huh. Uh, she came out with this song, Hit Me Baby One, one More time. time. And it was very controversial because she was in a, a sexy schoolgirl uniform and you just didn't see that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Madonna was about as racy as you got. But then Britney Spears came on the scene and then you just started to see her fame become like overpowering. And then you just see this star rise so fast and fall. And I personally had my own opinions about Britney Spears, but after watching the documentary, it really changed my perspective on not really knowing what she was going through, but judging her based on what the media said. Yeah. And um, I, I definitely feel bad about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I don't remember much of Britney Spears. I remember her music and stuff, but my parents would never let me listen to her music. Yeah. Um, they thought that she was <laughs> trashy. Right. Um, but it's... I remember here recently she's been kind of more in the limelight because she has a conservatorship. Right. Um, her father is basically in control of her entire life. Exactly. And um, I didn't realize that she had that, but mm-hmm. I guess that happened when she shaved her head, the whole mental right. breakdown around mm-hmm. 2002. And so she's been really kind of petitioning, you know, that she wants out of this conservatorship. Right. And so that's more of what I know her about. You know, I knew mm-hmm. that she had some hit songs and stuff, but it's more of this kind of legal court battle. And so I really watched the documentary thinking that this girl was going to be nuts. But yeah. I feel so bad for her. Like, this girl needs some help. Like, she like, needs help yeah. getting out of this conservatorship so she can be her own person. Yeah. Like, and, truth, truthfully and honestly. And you think people are losing it, but really, sometimes people just fall apart mentally. Mm-hmm. And and it was really a cry for help when she shaved her head. Mm-hmm. And people just took it and ran with it. And mm-hmm. paparazzi wouldn't stop bothering her. I mean, I just, like I said, my perspective after watching the documentary really changed my perspective on how I saw her as a person, Mm -hmm. not just an artist, but a person. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's another good point that you mentioned, Liz, is the media and stuff. You know, I grew up with media. I'll date myself. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a 97 baby. So Mm -hmm. I grew up with the media more pronounced than, say, Liz did. So it's it's one of those things where I'm kind of more used to the bullying on media. Mm Mm-hmm. And Britney kind of wasn't. I mean, that was kind of a new yeah. thing. And paparazzi being 24-7, you know, it's... In my generation, anyone can be the paparazzi. Yeah. Because we all have smartphones. I mean, it's as simple and as... And anybody can be a scapegoat for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just a lot more more interesting. Well, than... I hope she wins the court battle oh, against the conservatorship. And I just... I wish her well. And yeah. I regret thinking badly of her. Oh, absolutely. I do, too. You know, I really regret those decisions of, of you know, that... Yeah. What got her into this, you know? I feel, I feel super bad for her. Um, another topic that I, we kind of want to hit on was the, the movie that is being shot here right in Oklahoma. Oh, what a fascinating... This is going to be epic, really. Yeah. I mean, Martin Scorsese's directing it. 
starring Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, what I, more do you want, uh, people? Uh, really? It's about... Uh, the name of the movie is The Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. which Liz Liz has read a book about. Mm-hmm. So, Liz... Mm-hmm. So, uh, way, way a long time ago, in, like, I believe the early 1900s, mm-hmm. the government gave the Osage Indians uh, a plot of land where they could prosper and live, but people didn't realize that they were sitting on a gold mine of oil. So, these Indians were driving cars, wearing furs, wearing exotic jewelry. And some of the white people that lived nearby started to notice that they had all this, they had a plethora of wealth. So they had started to actually marry these Native American women and slowly kill off their family members and then their wives so that they could be... Yeah, wow. so that they were inheriting all the gold or uh, the uh, mineral rights. And yeah, stuff. the mineral rights and the oil. So that's how the FBI got started. Wow. Was investigating all these murders, but FBI agents died as mm-hmm. a result of investigating what was going on. Oh yeah, I mean it was a. Oh, I mean you're playing with that much money, and there's a lot yeah. to lose. I mean, people and it's are... amazing how many people don't know. It's it was one of the worst massacres in Native American history. I I, I mean I'll be honest. You know, I've lived in Oklahoma all my life, and I've never really, I've heard of it, but never really dove into it. So, I mean, I'm really going to have to read that book because that's, that's super interesting. I mean, you know, I always joke that I'm going to kill my fiancé off for the life insurance money, but I yeah. never would. But, I mean, no. they, they took it to the next level. Oh, they did. They they would I kill mean, off the, the wives' fathers, mothers, and then the wives so that they, they had... Um, no other heirs. They had no other heirs. And it's just really sad. All the innocent Native Americans who, who died simply because of greed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, plain and simple, you know, a lot of people don't realize that when the Model T Ford came out by Henry Ford, mm-hmm. um, he wanted it, the only color that he wanted to paint was black. Mm-hmm. And it was actually Native Americans that convinced him and could afford for vehicles to be painted different colors. Mm-hmm. So if you drive a car other than black, you can thank a Native American for actually giving you that, that option yeah. because there wasn't one. Right. So that's that's really that's really interesting. But we're going to kind of change gears and talk about another segment of life that Liz mm-hmm. and I often mm-hmm. text about and call <laughs> each other and send TikTok videos about, and which is fashion news. Fashion, yes. Yes, yes. Liz and I are both fashion mm-hmm. wars. We are. Indeed. <laughs> we are. We pray to the altar of, of, of fashion. Yes, we do. Um, so another, an interesting story that Liz brought up, which I've heard of, mm-hmm. but is kind of shocks your mind, especially on how much between the two of us we have purchased from this designer, is Coco mm-hmm. Chanel. Yes. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about Coco Chanel. So it has come to light uh, from an app called TikTok. You may have heard of it. It has come to light that Coco Chanel was, in fact, a Nazi and funded the Nazi party. And I have a problem this with is, that. Yeah, this is disappointing as someone who has bought beauty products and uh, other... I have a couple Chanel purses. If you know me in real life, you have seen them. Mm-hmm. I, I tote them like my children. Yeah. And I'm a little it's, embarrassed it's, now. It's disappointing. It, it, it truly is. You know, I understand that everybody's not perfect, but when you purposefully and openly support Nazis, I've got a little bit of a problem. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know. don't realize that Hugo Boss actually designed the Nazi uniforms and actually really? produced them. Yes, they are Hugo Boss See, that's designed. news to me. Yep. 
Wow. Isn't that crazy? And I'll be honest, I love Hugo Boss Cologne. Yeah, it does smell good. And, and I feel a little guilty purchasing it sometimes, but I understand that was in their past. But still, right. I feel like as a company, as as, as a fashion house and brand, mm-hmm. you Now, need, that doesn't mean now. Yeah, that, that, and let's preface this, this whole conversation with that. We are no way stating that Coco Chanel, the Chanel brand, Hugo Boss, or the Hugo Boss brand is involved in communism in 2021. We're not right. saying that. No, no, no. But during the World Wars, they were. And I feel like they kind of need to make a little reprimand for that. I mean... Oh, absolutely. I've, I hate kind of saying this, but a check would be nice to... Oh, yeah. Kinda... Like if Chanel came out with a, um, you know, a donation to... Yeah, you, know, you buy this purse or something, and it's a donation to the, you know... The, yeah, surviving yeah. Uh, families. Or a percentage of, you know, these purchases, will you know, they'll match it and go, you know... That 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 would that would be I think that would go really nice and be mm-hmm. very well received with the survivors. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so another little thing we're going to talk about is some new fashion trends for spring. Mm. And we're not just talking your florals because mm-hmm. it's spring, people. Of course, florals are going to be yes. in, in style because <laughs> it's spring. Yeah. So a couple things we're going to talk about is the oversized denim craze. And it is not denim, let's preface this again, it's not denim that does not fit your body in the waist. It is more of your bell-bottom... Wide leg. Wide leg yeah. look. Mm-hmm. Um, I am personally, I kind of like this look a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like a flared-out jean because yeah. I like it when they when the jean goes over my shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know very many many men that wear that style do you do you Liz no I mean my husband and son usually wear just the slim leg all the way down please tell me they're not um, wearing like Levi 501s are they no no not 501s <laughs> more like five something but no not the not the classic 501 dad jean okay um dad or mom jean um okay but yeah, I I like the wide leg too. Not you, like Jinko wide, but do you, know, you own some wide leg jeans? I have one pair. Do you wear them? Not often. I just got them. Do you feel like okay? So you really haven't got to play with them yet, right? Okay. Okay, I'm I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. You know, I, I've I'm thinking I'm kind of tired of the skinny jean. I am to too, be honest with you. I, I wear t- them. I am too. You know, but, I'm a bigger guy. And so I don't like the way they make my thighs look like they're elephants, but make everything below the knee look like I have twigs. Yeah. I um, definitely have twig legs mm-hmm. I, and like an, a heavier torso. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look like Gru. Mm-hmm. So um, skinny jeans are just not flattering on everyone. Wait, did you just he look like Gru? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've got the skinny arms and the skinny legs, but then I just, I'm all bulk <laughs> in the torso and face and neck. Who do so, I look like then? We gotta figure out something. Who do I look no, like? No, you, you don't look like a cartoon character. <laughs> but so I want to now. <laughs> no, but I I think I look like Gru, so I just I roll with it sometimes. Oh yeah, that's why I wear a lot of black. Oh, um, I, I, Liz and I had coffee before this, so we could talk about our podcast and what we're gonna talk about today. And I'm wearing a black um, Calvin Klein sweater with a Michael Kors undershirt and a pair of silver um, dark gym. Mm-hmm denim jeans, and then a pair of Michael Kors um, Cuban heel boots. And Liz made the comment, she's like, you look really nice today in that black. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you know me in person, um, I do wear a lot of black because I feel it's more slimming, and I feel like I can accessorize it a lot easier. Oh, absolutely. Patterns are really hard to accessorize I with. Don't, yeah, and I don't and own I'm a lot of pattern. I'm not a pattern I'm not either because it's strike. too hard. That's... I do like a pattern handbag, though. Absolutely. 
Like, I like the Louis patterns. Mm -hmm. I like even some of the Michael Kors and the Coach. I do like that pattern because it is my pop accessory. Mm. And I can easily change them out. Yeah. Cool, cool. And then, okay, another, you know, popular trend this, this season is silver accent pieces. And we are talking, like, metallic silver, like, mm -hmm. bam, silver. Like belts. Like and belts. handbags. Handbags. Jackets. Yeah. Blouses. Nails. I mean, yes, if you mm -hmm. can put silver on it, that is the season this year. So, you know, I, I do wear a lot of silver jewelry. I do, too. And But I think it's just interesting that, you know, silver is sometimes hard to style with other colors, especially, like, neons. Yes. I mean, neons you've got to be very careful when you've got silver and a neon going on. Mm-hmm. Because it could be too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're walking in with some silver and neons and people are reaching for their, their shades in the restaurant, you know you're a little bright. Yeah. And, like, some colors just don't look good with silver. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, certain shades of green look mm -hmm. better with gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a fan of purple and silver. No. no I just I, I just don't like, you know, if you have, like, a purple blouse and a silver jacket... I've seen that before, and I've actually seen it on a mannequin of a department store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lords. And I was like, what in the hell are we doing here? Yeah. It's a hot it, mess. it was like a mini dress mm -hmm. with a bright chrome silver jacket. Yeah. And it just didn't now, was look it, good. Now, was it a dark purple or like a lavender? No, it was, it was, it was like a lavender. Mm. And I didn't like it. I would have... I would have... Liked it a little bit better if it was a darker purple, almost like in that navy purple round. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that would have been light. But it was like a very light purple. And it just looked very, it looked like an Easter dress and you got cold. So you reached into your closet and found a jacket kind of look. Mm. The first jacket you saw. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Grandma got mad at you for showing the shoulder. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like to me. But Yeah. What do I Doesn't know? sound like a good combination. Another trend this this season is neons, which Liz was telling me that her and her mother are going to go hang out in the Plaza District this mm -hmm. weekend. And yeah. what what is your outfit going to be? I am going to wear um, very high waisted, bright pink pants mm -hmm. with nice black sandals mm -hmm. and a leopard print button up top. Which I'm really with, excited to see this with my hammock. Crossbody. Okay, but are we going to take our Michael Kors hot pink? See, I don't have a hot pink Michael Kors. Oh, it's like a pale pink, but that's what I call my weekender bag when well, I go places. I think that, the the, but we are going to take that pink Michael Kors. Absolutely. I think it in case cute. I change, decide to change tops. Mm -hmm. I think it look cute. I'm really excited to see this. You're going to have to send us some photos of that. Yes. Um, men in neon, though, it, it <sighs> is very hard. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, the the fashion houses do not make men's clothing in neon colors. Um, it's, it's, it, and if they do, it's hard to find, to be mm -hmm. real honest. Um, I always have a difficulty finding it because I'm a big fan of the neon orange with mm -hmm. black. With So I used to wear this outfit all the time. It was a orange and black shirt. And let me think of a designer. It was a, um, you remember it, Liz? I used to wear it. It was orange with black writing. And it was the designer's name all over it, and I'd wear it with a black suit jacket. I'm trying to um, think. I can picture it in my closet. My husband just washed it. Um, oh, who is was it? Was it Supreme? No, it's not Supreme. Mm. It's an Italian designer. Mm. Ferragamo? Ferragamo. That's who it is. It's a Ferragamo. And I actually... Salvatore Ferragamo? Yes. Yeah. Out of all places, purchased it at a Dillard's and Shawnee mm. on the clearance rack for 12 bucks. Wow. That's I think impressive. it was a return from the city. 
Uh, yeah, it would have to have been. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have, we're not that fancy. No. But I, I wore the crap out of it. And I still do because I like that pop of orange, especially if I'm carrying my Louis mm-hmm. in the original pattern because I like the, mm-hmm. the, the tan with the orange. I kind of like that color combo. I know it's yeah. a little unusual. I'm curious to see what fashion houses will actually go the neon route. Um, and, yeah, and I want to see neon men. You know, you see, I've, neon for women's been around for a minute. When I think of neon, though, I think of like 1992, very just like outdated. So I'm, I'm kind of seeing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little curious because, you know, when I think of neon, I'm thinking of the, the highlighter dresses. Do you remember that? No. Oh, God. It came out. I must have been sleeping. Oh, someone's going to have to correct me on this date. But I want to say it was around 08, 09 that mm. they were neon yellow and orange and green, very basic dresses. Mm that I think Louis Vuitton had a hand in as well because they were accessorized with Louis Vuitton. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, someone's going to have to check me on that and write back yeah. into us. I'm probably totally wrong on the date, but... Yeah. They, they were not that. the most attractive. And and, 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 I, and, I, and I think that's something to kind of talk about with, you know, fashion runways and fashion houses. I, I personally don't think what they put on the runway is meant to be worn every day. Right, absolutely not. I think this is just some interesting color scapes yeah. and textures and You're patterns. just wearing an art piece from time to time. time. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make our viewers, you know, some of our viewers are not astute to that. So I did not want one of our viewers going and purchasing a $12,000 runway outfit and trying to wear it to the local Walmart. Yeah, it's not going to It's not going to work. <laughs> it's you're, not. you're better off going to Walmart in your PJs if yes. you're going to do that. Yes, which, you know... That's let's let's kind of we're kind of getting a little off topic, but we're still fashion. No, yeah. How do you feel about that, Leslie? Like, do you have I a mean, rant about that? Even when I do grocery pickup, I put pants on because there's always going to be that one person that when you roll person. your window down. They're going to see what you are wearing. Absolutely. I put mean, some pants on. <laughs> that's our public service announcement. Public service <laughs> announcement brought to you by Liz Sims. Wear pants when you go to Walmart. It is not that difficult if you can get up and get out of bed. You can put some pants on. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's just, so I live in a small town, um, a very small rinky-dink town, where our only grocery option is Walmart. Yeah. And so I am not a fan of Walmart. I'm oh, a very yeah. Whole Foods and um, Costco gal. But who wants to drive to the city exactly. like once a it's week? It's 186 miles to the nearest Whole yeah. Foods from my, no, from my home. You. So it's a very rare treat that I get to go to Whole Foods. And you would think, I, I, when I roll out of Whole Foods, it's like a $1,000 bill. And people yeah. think that I'm trying to feed a football team. Right. And it's just me and my husband. But um, that being said, when I do go to Walmart, I dress up like every day. So I always, I, I don't I mean, wear I PJs. That, yeah. I don't wear PJs. Like, I, I'll be real honest. I don't even own a hoodie. Oh, wow. I, I've never push, purchased a hoodie. And I, until the other day, so hopefully my husband's not listening to me, but he's a big Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Oh, and okay. so I bought him, okay. a, a, yeah, I know it's, it's 41, roll okay. with it. It's okay. Um, so I bought him a Nightmare Before Christmas hoodie mm, okay. off Amazon. So my husband and I have very different style choices. I love you to the moon back, um, honey, but it's the truth. I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, but I always dress up to go places. Like if I leave my... Does your husband ask you, where are you going so dressed up? Yes. Mine does that all yes. the time. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I bought him a grunt style hoodie for his birthday. <laughs> it was mossy oak, American flag. 
but the stripes were in the shape of bullets. So, um, definitely not my style (laughs) for sure. Even though I'm a veteran, I don't flaunt it with American bald eagle t-shirts that say I'm a veteran. She's lying, people. She has the American eagle tattooed on her chest. No, I don't. Ew. (laughs) I'm all for representing our country's bird. Absolutely. But but, um, (laughs) I'm not going to kid rocket all over my body. (laughs) But... So he'll ask me, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and my husband works at, at, at a competing grocery store in town. Um, so it's not the, Walmart's not the only one, but it's the only one if you want to buy dog food, light bulbs, and a stick of butter. Right. In the same transaction. Mm-hmm. So I, he works at the competing grocery store in town, so I don't like to go in there because I don't like to shop at the place where my spouse is the manager of the whole entire store. Right. Because I feel like I get treated with kid gloves a little bit, and I mm-hmm. don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I do go out in public, though, I do dress up, and he always asks me about it, and I'm like, this is me. Yeah. Like, my PJs are basketball shorts and, a, and an old designer T-shirt. Like, I'll be honest, if I'm going to be shot in the, you know, in the morning getting my paper like Versace, mm-hmm. I'm going right. to look good. No matter what, yeah. Yeah. And I think we can both agree that... A few years ago, my style was very, it was very um, homely, homeless looking pottery maker, very um, hippie. We weren't sure if I was homeless or not. Um, And so I think my style is definitely elevated over the past few years. Absolutely. And and you guys know me. I mean, it's nothing that some Chanel and some, some good moisturizer can't fix. Right. But there for a while, I was like, Liz, honey... I love you, but I kind of want to braid some flowers in your hair and, and, and yeah. ask you ask you when we're going to you know because my yoga wardrobe or was extremely basic. Uh, yes, and, and, but not just basic, but it, I was always wearing the same yes items. So I definitely have tried to elevate my fashion sense because I'm almost forty. So. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's another thing. You know, we're in two different fashion seasons in of our right, lives. Right, right. I'm 23, mm-hmm. so I can I feel like I can more get away with some of the bolder choices. Absolutely. Um, unlike Liz, that's more in a professional setting than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, she still has to keep that in the back of her mind that you know I am more professional. She has, she does have a professional. Well, it's not job. that much. It's just that I'm I'm older. I'm 38, mm-hmm. so it's like there's just things that I cannot wear. Mm-hmm. at an age group that I don't belong in, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not that young. Yeah, and, so. I, and I hate, you'll see, like, the hip grandmas wearing, like, the low-cut T-shirts and stuff and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about that. I'm all for a grandma wearing some chucks mm-hmm. with, like, a band T-shirt and some bangles, but when you get to a certain age, I feel like, you know, you should... Crop tops are not in season for the 80-year-old. Right. Especially if you're wrinkled like a Sharpay. I mean, <laughs> let's face it, nobody wants to see that. No. I no. don't even want to see it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. And I wouldn't want to do that to anybody that no, I love. No, we at the T here do not do not condone grandma with no. the crop tops. I mean, unless you've got, you know, no wrinkles and you're in amazing shape, absolutely. Yeah, like we have a friend. Mm-hmm. We're going to call her Mrs. B. Okay. That is very mm-hmm. hippie, youthful, mm-hmm. and she wears a lot of very conservative clothing. Mm-hmm. Very conservative. I sometimes wish she would wear something more, yeah. you know, some shorts, and you know, be more comfortable. Because she, I mean, Mrs. B probably is in her 
70s. Oh, yeah, late 70s, yeah. I think. And she is an amazing shape. She I mean, she I used to take is. yoga lessons from her. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. she will, she can outwork anyone that I know. Yeah. She's in excellent shape. But it has always worn floor length outfits. Like, I don't think I've even seen her wrists before. I would have to think for a moment. Yeah. That's the, a, that's well, no, I'll take that back. I've seen her in a baseball length top. Mm-hmm. Ba- baseball length like sleeve a, top. Okay. Let me rephrase that. And and that really kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. So, that's that. And so, the last fashion trend we're going to talk about, and Liz and I kind of differ on this, is the wide-collared shirt. Mm-hmm. This is definitely something that needs to be taken into consideration when you are styling your outfit. Yes. Um, because this is one fashion trend that you can mess up extremely mm-hmm. easy. Extremely. Yeah. We are not talking the popped collar on the polos here. No. So men, go ahead and put your collars back now. We are mm-hmm. not talking about that. We are talking about probably hand width embroidered collars on women's tops. Very uh, Ruth Gator. Uh, yes, yeah, very, very Ruth, ba- Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. looking. Yes. And I, I think there you just have to be super careful when you do this because super. I think it will be the fastest way to date an outfit. Date an outfit, mess up an outfit. Yes, absolutely. Because, I mean, if you're getting the tops that look like they're, they have doilies oh, as, yeah. as, as your just, collar, and, it, and especially if the top has shoulder pads in it, I know some of our fans mm, like to mm-hmm. shop at Goodwill and stuff. Just go ahead and walk away. Just, just yeah. back up. Cut those shoulder pads out. Do yourself please, a favor. Please, please. I mean, I don't even like shoulder pads in men's suits. But then again, style is a state of mind. It, absolutely, absolutely. We are just giving advice on your journey. Um, oh, we got a message from a viewer that wants to talk about the TikTok girl and the Osage Indian Massacre. That apparently she has oh. booked a room. Okay, that... Uh... So we're going to switch gears back. We're going to go back a little bit earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Killers of the Flower Moon about the Indians in Osage Mm -hmm. County. And we have a viewer that wants to... Apparently, there's a TikTok video about a girl. Do you know anything about this, Liz? Liz is a resident TikTok. Yes, I am the resident TikTok viewer. Um, Yeah, apparently, this TikToker had found out what Airbnb they're staying at, their schedules, their itinerary, when they're checking in, checking out. And she has decided to book a room at that same Airbnb. I just want to and say one thing. That's a lot of effort. That That is. I, I mean, don't put as much effort into doing anything. No. Same here. Um, no. I mean. I can't think of the last time I put that much effort into something. Yeah. it's. I, I think uh, proceed with caution, Mr. Scorsese and DiCaprio, because I think you've got a stalker. On your hands for yeah. her to go to the lengths that she went through. You might want to lock your bedroom out, doors and move a piece of furniture in front yeah, of the door. To find out when they're checking in and checking out and what room they're staying in, it's a little, I think it's a little excessive. And I, and I kind of want to say this just from a, that's a kind of interesting side. Um, if I was Leonardo DiCaprio and I rented an Airbnb, I'd rent the whole house. Absolutely. Am I the only one that's thinking this? For the entire hotel. Yeah, I am not. I, yes. You know, or at least the whole floor. Yeah. Am I the only one that's thinking, you know, that's a little weird? Because yes. I'll be honest, when I Airbnb, I don't stay at properties that just rent the room and the original owners yeah, are still there. Yeah, because you never know yeah. who is residing there with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just seems like a, you know, like a saw scene coming straight out. Yeah. So, 
I have always booked the whole house. Yeah, absolutely. And so it just really surprises me that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't book a whole house. He booked a room in someone's house, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. And, and, the, and Osage County, by the way, is in Paul, uh, is near Paul Huska. Yeah. Which is um, where the Pioneer Woman lives. So Liz and I were kind of talking, I wonder if the Pioneer Woman owns this little Airbnb that all these it people It would not surprise in. me if she did. No, it would not surprise me. And yeah. again, we are not affiliated with the Pioneer Woman. We wish we were, Although but we, we do love a good Pioneer Woman pastry. Yeah. If you've ever been to the Pioneer Woman Mercantile... Uh, please try some of their delicious pastries, and they do make an amazing espresso beverages. They oh, really yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, I, I have eaten my weight there in pastries before, to my husband's mm. embarrassment. Mm. But yeah, Sounds I think good. I'm going to need to get a pastry after this. Oh, I think we do. I think we really do. Um, so, a little. We're going to kind of wrap up our show with a little bit of local gossip. Um, mm-hmm. So we live in S Town, is what we're going to call our lovely mm-hmm. location. Um, and I've lived in this town all my life, and growing up, I was always friends with my classmates' parents, not my classmates. Uh-huh. So I recently have been um, engaged, and I have moved to A-Town, mm-hmm. which A-Town and S-Town are about an hour and 15-minute drive from each other. Mm-hmm. So I've left all my friends and stuff, and I've moved to be with my fiancé and our dog, um down there in A-Town. And this is kind of, from what I understand, has kind of stirred a couple pots. Would you like to comment on this, Liz? I mean, people have asked why. And I just say a change of scenery. I think everyone is entitled to uh, move on or change where they live or change their life. Uh, I just think it's kind of interesting that that many people were concerned about it. Yeah, it it was... it's just it, you moved and you made it very clear that you were moving mm-hmm. and I think people were just surprised because you've lived here all you've lived in S town your whole life mm-hmm. and then you moved to A town and it's like oh well something must have happened no no and I, and I all like you wanted for, was for a all change of our scenery. friends that are listening mm-hmm. far and wide mm-hmm. I am fine I am happy I am healthy I yes. am safe um I just moved on with my life. I've become engaged, and I, it's a new chapter in my life that I wanted to start with my wonderful fiance James. Yeah. So let me let me also say that people are entitled to change their life. Thank you. That and, to suit them. And sometimes in S town, that is mm-hmm. not a thing. You cannot live your life for someone else. You've got mm-hmm. to live it for your mm-hmm. for you and yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Amen. Take us to the altar, Liz. Take us to the altar. Oh yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the tea in the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Well, I think that's all we have for this episode. So I think we're going to sign off, Liz. Yeah. Let's go We've enjoyed pastry. you listening to us. Yes, yes. And we hope uh, to be back on again soon. Yep. So I think we're going to go get some pastries. I think so. All right. We're signing off. Thanks, guys. Bye.